Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Smooth Burrito. I'm Frank. And I'm Trevor. And today is kind of a very special episode for us. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh I know that Trev, you have gotten review copies of games before, but I haven't ever really been associated with something that has, so it feels pretty cool to me. Um But yeah, you want to say is. what we got? Yeah, we got a copy of Watch Dogs Legion. Um, the game that came out today on October 29th. I have been playing it for about the last eight or nine days or so. Um, so I made it through the main campaign. Um, I, I finished a lot of side missions. There's still a lot of content in that game I haven't quite got to yet, but I'm enjoying it very much. I have a written review on the GameFanatics.com website. I scored it an 8.5 out of 10. I, I had a lot of fun with the game. I thought it was great. Um, there's definitely some things that it could have improved upon or that could have maybe if it would have got a little bit longer in the development cycle, then maybe it would have came out a little bit more polished in some areas, but we can get into that a little bit later. Um, overall, the gist of the game is, I mean, the gist of Watch Dogs for the longest time was hack anything and everything and anyone, right? Yeah. It wasn't really fully realized in the first game a lot of people were disappointed because they felt like a lot of things were promised and then they weren't fulfilled and the main protagonist kind of sucked um the second game took things to the next level was really like tongue-in-cheek funny cheesy um the main character was cool a lot of people liked him marcus and the supporting characters were were pretty cool as well i always compared it to like that old school hackers movie with angelina jolie and matthew willard um and it was it was fun i had a lot of fun with it uh but watchdogs legion just seems to crank everything up to level 10 um this is like very james bond-esque there's everything from political espionage freaking military conspiracies organized crime um, just anything elderly fisticuffs. Yeah, elderly fisticuffs. <laughs> just anything that you could possibly think of that could put this unstoppable sense of doom looming over your head the entire game. Um, Watch Dogs Legion does that, uh, but it keeps a little bit of the sense of humor going. Um, so that's good. But there's no main protagonist here. You play as all the characters you recruit. And I mean, it kicks you right off recruiting someone and then you go and you play as those recruits and it continues that way. Um, you recruit people throughout the story. I think some of the funnest aspects of the game were recruiting people. Um, but in doing that, the game lacks a little bit of the character that Watch Dogs 2 had. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 is still my favorite in the series. Um, I mean, if I had to, I don't like attaching scores to games, but if I had to compare it to the score I gave this one, which was an 8.5, I'd give like Watch Dogs 2 a 9.5. That's how much I liked that game. Um, I might be in the minority there. I know a lot of people were like medium on it, but I really enjoyed Watch Dogs 2. Uh, but Legion is still really good, and it does a lot of new things. Graphically, it looks great. The concept of hacking anyone and everything and then having all these NPCs fully voice acted felt very like next gen to me um not a lot of like current gen games do really anything like that or even try to dip their toe in the water of something that ambitious um so i get i had to give them make major credit for doing that uh, overall i thoroughly enjoyed the game nice um 
Well, uh, we'll have a little more on that later, I think. But first, we have to talk about another sci-fi-esque hacker video game. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again for three weeks. It's only three weeks, folks. That three part's weeks. not news. Like... Three weeks in, like, three weeks in the November to, to December corridor is, like, the blink of an eye. I know. Unless you're, like, seven or something. I mean, I'm glad it got delayed and pushed out, because, like, there's other games I want to play in November that I probably would have put on the, like, backlog for Cyberpunk. Um, So this frees up time for me to play some of, like, the PS5 launch games. Um and some things like that. I, I'm not... I mean, if they push this game to April of next year, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't I don't care. I'll play it when it comes out. It's going to be a great game. CD Projekt Red, in my eyes, has never made a bad game. Um, I loved all the Witcher games. And I, I feel like if it comes out more polished, then great. That's awesome. I feel like more games should be delayed. Yeah, honestly, like, probably a good 80 to 90% of video games should be delayed just to, if not for extra polish, make it so the staff doesn't have to drive themselves insane. And that's kind of the shitty thing about this, is that, like, they already had that, you know, they did the anti-crunch thing at the start of it, and then they were like, oh yeah, we gotta do crunch, sorry, lol. Now apparently delaying the game was acceptable this whole time or something and they just elected not to or or the game is fucked to the point where even with the crunch they still needed the extra time um the the reasons behind the delay are actually kind of interesting apparently it's just current gen consoles that are the problem yeah, and you know what is interesting to me is like, I don't know if people realize this, but this game was not, the next gen version of this game was not going to come out this year, initially. Like the plan this summer was to just have current gen and next gen would come out some other time. And you would get some like free update for the next gen version whenever it was ready, right? And then later, <clears throat> like in the fall, early fall, they decided to just launch all the versions at the same time. And that was the first delay, I believe it was. Um, that was what delayed it into wherever it was before this. Um, and people were like, oh, okay, great. And now they delayed it a little bit more to kind of make sure that everything is good across the board on all versions of the game. And it's like, dude, everyone's flipping out. And it's like, chill out, man. Like, I'm happy we're getting the next gen version now because yeah. like part of me was like, should I just hold off and wait for the next gen version of this game? Because my PC is not going to run it the way I want it to, you know, like I'm, I'm probably going to play this on console because I doubt like my PC has the specs to, you know, have me satisfied with its performance. Yeah. Um, so I was like, should I just wait for the next gen version that comes out sometime next year? Um, but now I don't have to do that. And if I have to wait like three extra weeks so that happens, like I, I don't see that as a big deal. I think the fact that apparently the PC release was good enough to release on time kind of sucks. Like, 
it doesn't make sense to hold one platform back because the others aren't ready, in my opinion. And apparently the only reason they are doing that is because of some legal legally binding thing that they have with Google for Stadia that says that all the, the console versions and the Stadia version... Well, basically, the console versions are the Stadia version. The Stadia version has to release alongside all other ones. Like, it can't be delayed or anything. They have to come out at the same time. So that might factor into it, too. But all of this is kind of hearsay. You know, the runny part of an egg, whatever. Uh, I think the actual story here, or PSA, I guess, or rant session, whatever you want to call it. Apparently the developers are getting death threats for a three-week delay. Yeah, this is dumb. Um, don't Gamers. ever death. Don't ever give people death threats. Like we all work, like developers in general, man. We're both engineers. We're not in the game development industry, but we all work overtime. We yeah. all crunch. We all work really fucking hard for whatever product we're working on. It's not just the games industry, and we're lucky enough to not be in the games industry because we're not getting death threats because whatever we're working on is not launching on time. Can, can you, know you imagine I mean? that, like you? have been working a hundred hour week because there are reports of some of the devs working hundred fucking hour weeks on this. You're working a hundred hour week and then some shithead on Reddit or Facebook or what have you, Twitter says that they're going to kill you and your family because their video game treats didn't get in their grubby little child hands fast enough. Gamers. Can, gamers, can we talk? Fucking yeah. stop. Just stop, man. And it's just not getting any better. You would expect that it would. Because there this are... has been a problem for a hot minute, and it just it keeps coming. The gaming community in general is just so rough around the edges, so touchy. You know, you yeah. gotta you gotta walk on your toes around everything that's said, everything that's done. I'm sure there were tons of conversations at C Project Red, like should we just push the game out in its current state half-assed so people don't threaten to kill us? Like, to even have to wonder if you should release uh, an inferior product to avoid death threats from the community that will be playing your game is completely absurd to me. Yeah. It's like, just, just stop. Recognize like these people are working their fucking asses off. A lot of them are underpaid. QA engineers working like hundred hour weeks, like those motherfuckers are not paid that yeah, they're well. They're getting whatever the Polish minimum wage is, and like pizza. And That's pizza, it. yeah. Hopefully, pizza. <laughs> you um, better be getting pizza. Yeah, I know. That's the that's the fucking thing of it. Uh, for first of all, I wonder how the hell people have the time to know who the fuck the devs are on this thing, aside from like the main CD Projekt Red guy, whose name I already forgot. So, to be able to know enough to identify the people to message with your stupid-ass death threats is already a level of dedication to being just a horrible piece of shit that is honestly a pretty rare thing, and that energy should be pointed somewhere more constructive. I agree. Like, be angry at some of the other things that are going on in the world right now, man. Oh, Seriously. absolutely. Like, or, or even if you don't want to do that, 
instead of getting pissed off that you don't have the game to work on, just start fucking around in Unreal and making your own. It's simple. Just do it. Do anything else. Yeah, you gotta be productive with your time. You know, like, sometimes I'll play so many video games, I get burnt out on playing video games for a while, and then I just become extremely productive for, like, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it totally happens. Um, so more people should try to do that. You know? It's... It doesn't have to be all video games all the time. November is chock full of video games. There's not a lack of games to play in November. We got two new consoles launching. Yeah, I'm sure that everyone like who sent a CD Projekt death threat has a backlog that they could have fallen back on. Like, there's something sitting around that they haven't played or haven't played enough. Exactly. Good Fucking game. No more heroes Nine and no more heroes two just got re-released. Go play those. Yeah, exactly. Definitely play those. Those are great games. If you have a Switch, you have to play those. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is unacceptable. Not cool with the reaction for it. Um, I mean, I hope that Cyberpunk 27D7 is in its best state when it launches. I agree with you a little bit that the PC launch and other launches should not have been held back because of the consoles, but I think this is just one of those really huge games that everyone's going to have their eyes on, and I think it's just good to have that out across all platforms at the same oh, time. I, half the reason why I said that was because I was putting my salty PC gamer hat on and yeah. being like, you wait for the shitty port now, asshole. Yeah, it's your turn. I had to do that for 15 goddamn years. I say as my voice breaks like a 13-year-old. Right, I know what you mean. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, so that is Cyberpunk. And speaking of the hardware that that next-gen version of Cyberpunk is going to run on, we got some PS5 news. More, More information, finally. Yeah, dude. Unboxings, first impressions, people playing Astro's Playroom. I think it's what it's called. What was that yeah. called? Um, and the uh, DualSense controller impressions. And so far, I've been pretty surprised at the positive stuff I've been hearing about the controller. Um, a lot of people are like raving about um, the DualSense and its triggers and it seems pretty cool you know i've seen a lot of the astro stuff graphics look solid digital foundry did a video on it the frame rate and resolution are as stable as anything they could have imagined um they were very positive on it and its performance given astro's playroom is not that demanding of a game but you know well just the sheer fucking heft of that console alone I think shows how over engineered it is. It's going it's going to be robust at least. Yeah, I mean they really went all out. I mean Sony, dude, like I remember the PlayStation 3, I remember sa- thinking the same thing about it. I remember thinking it's really big, it's kind of ugly. I remember it looked like a George Foreman grill. Yeah, it had the glossy Stuff, yeah, the glossy like the stuff that scratches too. up really easily. Um, I wasn't a fan of how it looked at all, but I loved the PS3. Um, and I loved that initial batch of consoles that were backwards compatible. Um, 
D-E-C-H-501 or whatever. Yeah. The PS5 has grown on me a little bit. It's still real chunky. It's still real big. Um, I don't think it's quite as ugly as it was when I first saw it. Uh, I'm probably going to end up having to lay it on inside, even though I don't want to, because I can't find a place to fit something as big as my whole entire torso under my TV. <laughs> this thing is so incredibly fucking tall, dude. Yeah, it it it's is huge. a big boy, and it like, looks it's like, like... This, it's comparable to the size of my my gaming PC. Yeah, like th- that's the thing. It's these. They are adopting more PC-like form factors slowly. Yeah. I mean... Uh, it also I'm... looks like it should be part of a line of Happy Meal toys called Rockin' Appliances or some shit. It looks like an Alienware PC to me. Yeah. It, like, it really just does. It just screamed like something Alienware would make. I like um, how every PS5 conversation we have like swings around back to how fuck ugly the console is. Yeah, I don't really like the way it looks. I I love the dual the dual sense controller is grown on me. I didn't like it at first. I really like it now. Um but the controller has some like snaz to it in yeah, a way that a movie set in the future but filmed in 2005 has. Yeah. It does. It does have some snaz to it. I dig it. <laughs> I think I think it I think it looks pretty cool and I think like the more chunkiness to it then the PS4 controller would be good because, like, I have really long fingers. Um, so a bigger controller is a little bit better for me. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on it. The hype is coming through. I mean, I'm two weeks two weeks from tomorrow, I'll have this thing. Um, so that's exciting. You know, a lot to talk about probably in the next couple of podcasts about it. Um, the initial games I'm going to get for it, Demon Souls is looking great. Um, Spider-Man. Sony did announce that Bug Snacks was going to be free on uh, PlayStation Plus. Um, speaking of their whole PlayStation Plus, PS5 backwards compatibility lineup, they're going to have like 30 free games on PS Plus. Um, right when you... Like, they're all PS4 games, but um, they're all backwards compatible, and they're starting to come out with the upgraded things you can look forward to with that um and it looks like the majority of them like are going to be running 4k 60 with like hdr and that's huge for bloodborne bloodborne never even got a ps4 pro upgrade um it ran on the initial ps4 and i think it was just like 1080p 30 frames per second all the time um so that's a big upgrade for bloodborne i'm excited to play through that again and demon souls you know yeah i think that sony even if they don't understand the value of classic games from like a preservation perspective they at least know the cold business calculus of having a large back catalog on day one to fall back into is something that you want yeah especially with how like how beloved the ps4 actual lineup especially of first party games is oh yeah and the playstation 4 is basically the playstation 2 
for an entire like younger generation. Yeah, I mean, it has like truly some of PS PlayStation's best games were on the PS4. Um, so it's good. A lot of those are going to be free uh, on PlayStation Plus right when you get your PS5, which is cool. There's a lot of games on that list I I didn't get to. Um, because I didn't want to buy the games at full price. I didn't know if I would like them very much. I mean, I'd say there's at least five games on that list of games that are in my backlog that I wanted to play that I can finally get to without having to pay anything extra. Yeah. Well, uh, we have any, did you have anything else to say about watchdogs? I mean, not unless you had any other questions. We streamed yesterday. Yeah, we you did know, stream it yesterday. We, you know, we you had can, the hilarious grandma fight, which... You can go check my a, Twitch for yeah. the recorded version of that. There was a lot of funny shit in that. Um, I'll be streaming it again uh, in the, this coming weekend. Um, if you want the full written review, I have that over on the Game Fanatics. Um Julian also did, you know, some tips and tricks videos and some other videos that are on the YouTube channel over there. Um, so I guess just keep a lookout on on the content that's coming through. We got a lot of Watchdog stuff coming through overall. Like I did enjoy the game. Um, and true Watchdogs fashion, it is cheesy in some spots, but um, I think that that was intentional and very much appreciated. Still thinking about that guards idle animation. Yeah. Just terrifying. <laughs> yeah, dude. I will say like the AI wasn't wasn't as good as some of the more modern open world games, but it was still pretty decent. The difficulty levels in that game. So I played a little bit with Permadeath on and then I played a little bit on the hardest difficulty. Normal uh to hard is a pretty significant jump uh in difficulty so like you're noticed easier um you can't really go in guns blazing like at all um so if you're a stealth player that only like that wants to approach everything super stealth like then hard would be a cool difficulty it's a little bit more challenging um but if you do want to go in guns blazing and feel like a badass just keep that up normal yeah so I have, well, well, since we have a little bit of time here, we've only been going for like 25 minutes or so, I want to extol the virtues of the game that I've been playing. Sure. It's it's a very small indie title uh, called The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Oh my god. <laughs> so I've been watching this guy's videos on YouTube about just a bunch of Bethesda games, and I was like, you know, it's been a minute since I played Skyrim. So I, I got that game. The I have the special edition. I've had it for forever because they just gave yeah. that to Me everyone too. who had the original. I got like a bunch of mods. Like Yeah, I got... see I tried doing that when I got my PC. I installed a shitload of mods. They are all they're all working in concert and they have been good. I am essentially treating this game not like like i don't care about the main plot at all because you know you know what it is already so i'm going back and i'm playing the dlc content that i didn't touch with like the vampire hunting stuff i am uh just 
doing all the weird little encounters and shit. Yeah. And actually getting into the story of my character. I'm I'm trying to play not how I normally do, which is usually like Erg the Barbarian with a big sword. I'm trying to do a more magic based uh character, which is great because I downloaded a mod that had two hundred and fifty extra spells. Oh god. That all do weird shit. Like drop cages on people. I can summon I have a spell where I can summon a thundercloud that just follows people zapping them with electricity. That's hilarious. <laughs> There's yeah. ones that you have to do weird math for, like if if uh, someone loses sixty percent of their health in the next twenty seconds, they die instantly. That's crazy. The there's so many mods for that game. It's absurd the mod support for Skyrim, and there's there's like mods that make the game look significantly better. Yeah, I, I got those too. Yeah. There's weird perverted mods. There's just a ridiculous amount of shit you can just like make that a completely different game if you want to i accidentally ended up with a slightly perverted mod Which uh one? i didn't i didn't realize that the mod that uh ups the poly count on the characters if you just start through it like if you just next through the uh wizard it default selects uh them like female characters to wear no underwear oh gosh so I'm just stealing somebody's armor and I'm just face full of titty. Okay, sure. Glad okay. I'm not streaming this. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yes. I need I might I need to figure out how to disable that because I might stream the game. Right. I think it's just go through the wizard again. Not yeah. not an actual wizard, but like the software wizard. Good clarification there, because we were talking about Skyrim. Yeah, as Ian would say, there is a wizard inside the box. I gotta tell you the backstory to that, actually. So, when we were working at Office Depot together, there was a lady who came in buying some print software to print t-shirts or some shit. Ian was talking about how easy it was to do. Oh yeah, you just go home, you print it off. And if you need help going through it, there's a wizard inside the box. And the customer just goes, there's a wizard inside the box? Like, That's pretty funny. They oh didn't know goodness. what a software, like, <laughs> like a, a software wizard was, so they were just thinking that Merlin was inside the fucking t-shirt software. That's great. <laughs> I love it when shit like that happens. Yeah. I haven't gotten into the stupid end of modding Skyrim yet. Like, I don't have the Macho Man Randy Savage dragons or anything. I kept it uh, pretty well D&D uh, &D bullshit, like regular Skyrim. Yeah. But it's been fun. That's cool, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. That guy's videos also got me to download Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. <laughs> That was free on, like, PlayStation Plus recently or something. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I, uh... I didn't realize how many goth chicks were in that game, and... Honestly, that might be my only reason for playing it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, did you have anything else? Uh, no. I Actually, I did want to touch on... Because I said I would talk about this a little more 
later in the podcast there are and watchdogs there are some issues with facial animations and voice acting since everyone's voice acted there's some really weird shit that goes on with some of the npcs that you encounter um when you have conversations with them their lips will or face will move all weird um and the voice won't like match the character that happens a ton actually um and while the game looks incredibly good there are some like buggy things that go on like in our stream yesterday where like two cars crashed at an intersection and just flew up into the air like 20 million feet yeah that was Um, hilarious yeah there's a lot of that i'm sure it probably get patched out over time um but yeah i I did want to mention that those those were things that i encountered that were a little bit on the negative side of that game have you seen anyone that's just floating eyeballs and teeth or has like an eldritch uh reality portal opening up on their face this is not assassin's creed unity (laughs) i think i think we're okay well on that note uh i think that's going to be it for this shorter special episode so we will catch you later next time with a regular episode with more news some of which is very very stupid see you later bye bye now